Hey guys, Paul Riddick here. Welcome back to another mini edition of the Baseball Dad Show. And in this edition, we're going to do a little follow-up segment on a podcast we did about rule changes in baseball. Um, so in the, in the longer podcast we did, we talked about how the rule changes and technology could trickle down into the game. Rule changes like a pitch clock between pitches to shorten the amount of time a pitcher has to pitch, to, to deliver the ball to home plate. We talked about robotic umpires calling balls and strikes. Now, that is technology that is definitely coming from the top down, right? But I strongly believe, and this would be for um, definitely if there's coaches listening that are at higher levels, the changes in the game. In, in, now, those are, those are changes to – the changes we mentioned are more technological changes, speed up the game, make the game more exciting changes, which are definitely things that they're worrying about more on the higher levels than on the lower levels. So what's going to happen on the lower levels? Um, I think there will be major changes to the game, major changes, because, again, this generation is just not as engaged in baseball as they are in other sports, um, because there is a boring factor in baseball. Let's face it. It is, it is, more, uh, it is more of a chess game than it is um, something that's, that's constant, fast-paced action. And so what will happen, I believe, I think you will find shorter games. I think one move will come with switching from seven to six inning to four inning games. I think you will find all kinds of experimentation with starting with a guy on second at every inning. I think you'll have, you know, everybody starts with a one, one count. Um, I think you're going to see experimentation based on um, three balls, two strikes and two outs per inning. I think you will see uh, tournaments switch and experiment with anything they can do to make the game more fast-paced and exciting. Here's why. Um, tournament business is, is a business. It's not Little League. It's not PAL. It's not Pony League. It's not uh, Babe Ruth League. It's not Rec. It's a business. And those businesses are based on giving players, parents, coaches an experience, preferably an exciting experience. And businesses have to expand and they have to grow. There are structural limits to a tournament, how many teams they can take. There's structural limits on fields, right? How many fields can you have? We, we see these like multiple uh, field complexes sprouting up everywhere. But again, that, that's not in every town. That's not in every city, right? Those are in um, bigger, you know, in, in, in areas where they, where they can accommodate that kind of space. There's time restrictions, right? You can't play. Um, you know, even though games do go to 11 o'clock at night, but, but there are some time restrictions. So if there's time restrictions and there's field restrictions, there's only, there's another thing you can change and that's the length of the game. So quite honestly, I think a four inning game as, as someone who really cares about the health of pitchers, um, as well, I'll put it in two sides as a dinosaur who wants the game to stay, the, stay the same. I absolutely positively hate it. I hate it. I think it's desecrating the game of baseball. As someone who cares about the long-term health of pitchers and the long-term health of the game, I kind of think it's a good idea. I kind of think a four-inning game could be kind of cool because what is the biggest issue, long-term health issue for pitchers today? They get overused and abused. Well, a four-inning game kind of takes care of that. You're not going to have some kid pitching in the seventh inning. Now, again, yep, pitchers can pitch multiple games, but, but there's clearer rules around that, right? You can have a pitcher he can't pitch in his second game on, you know what I mean? He can only pitch in one game per tournament or one, you know, whatever total maybe cumulative innings in that tournament. But if the games are four innings, 
you're not going to have too much of that, of that pressure of keeping the kid in the game. So while we hate all those rules, right, if you're a baseball traditionalist like me and you hate the pitch clock and the robotic umpire, um, well, I, actually, I think those two are terrible ideas. So put those to the side. I didn't mean to, to lump these in with that, but I hate those ideas. I think they're terrible. I think those will have a catastrophic effect on, on injury and pitch and, and the game itself. But shortened games, crazy ideas like two strikes, three balls, two outs, start with a man on first. Um, look, yeah, it's, it's not what we grew up with, but I believe as I think of all these changes, as much as I don't like them, they're not, they might not be wrong. They might not be wrong. And so if you are a coach who coaches at higher levels, what you may want to consider is that 10 years from now, when these changes start, let me back up. When these changes start, let's say there's a nine-year-old team that starts with these changes now. Um, now you're going to have a kid in, in, in seven years, eight years, you're going to be recruiting a kid to be or, or picking a kid on your high school team that doesn't know how to play the game you're trying to get them to play. They're going to play a much faster game, a much fast paced game, a game that's more exciting. And all of a sudden now you're going to come with your 60 game season and seven, nine inning games. Um, they're, they're not going to be prepared for it. I think upper levels of the game are going to have to adjust to the changes that will be coming from the bottom as much as the chain, as much as the players coming up will have to adjust to the changes coming from the top. Um, and by the way, the changes that, that could be made at the lower levels of baseball could eliminate the need for robotic umpires and pitch clocks because the speed of the game will be, uh, will be faster. The other thing I think will absolutely change at higher levels of baseball is I think you're going to see more tournament play because the, the kid who is nine years old now, 10 years from now, he is 19. He will have been raised fully in tournament baseball. And there already are players, right? And tournament baseball has been around for a while, but it's been hardcore probably for the last seven, eight years. So you have a kid who's 16, 17 now, and he's entering higher levels of college and going into pro baseball. They are in the tournament culture. I think you're going to see more and more tournament type baseball enter into college and professional baseball, which I got to tell you, if we want the game to survive, it does, it, it makes everything more exciting. It just does. Um, I think the way it's structured is crazy, um, but some of these changes could eliminate some of the big problems with it, too. So game is changing. The world is changing. I want to stay a dinosaur, but um, I also, as much as I'd like it to stay the way I want it, it would painfully, it would be so painful if the game went away. Um, so send in your questions. We will answer them here on our mini podcast. 567pitcher at Gmail is the email address. It's the numbers 567-567pitcher at Gmail. All right, guys. See you next week. Hey, it's Paul Reddick. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. I want to let you know I have a new book out specifically for baseball dads, and I would love for you to check it out. You can go to baseballdadsbook.com. All the information is there and a pretty good discount for our podcast listeners. So again, it's baseballdadsbook.com. Thanks.